listen in as we're sitting down in the coach's corner today with Coach Aaron Hardwick, your Alpine Fighting Buck head coach. Alrighty, folks, we have Aaron Hardwick in the studio today. How's everybody doing? Aaron is the head coach for the Alpine Fighting Bucks, and we'll have a brief conversation with him today. How's your How's your day going today? Oh, it's fantastic. So, Aaron, first of all, why don't you introduce yourself in, in your coaching background slash basketball history? Yeah, so my name is Aaron Hardwick. Um, started my career in 2009. Um, I was a graduate assistant women's basketball coach at Solaral State University. Um, once I completed that year and uh, got my master's, moved back to El Paso, Texas, which is, I guess, kind of where I'm from. And I started my career there at uh, Tornillo High School as a head girls coach. So what's your favorite part about coaching? Just the relationships you build with the kids. It's always fun to come back around. Gave the example, you know, started my career in Tornillo. Just last year, I was able to see a bunch of those young women who I coached. Uh, they all came back to watch us play. So I think that's really one of the most special things about coaching. Yeah, that sounds really rewarding. Just looking at this kind of past week, what are your thoughts about the game at Crane? It was a good game. You know, this year I talked to the guys about handling what we can control. Last year I felt like we were too much of external factors and, you know, this year, I didn't want it to be that. I wanted it to be about them, about us, what we do. Their mental toughness has is, is, is been uh, very good this year, in my opinion, uh, which showed in that game. Yeah, I was, I was saying on the radio, I'm not normally the one to call out some foul calls, but it was starting to get pretty frustrating really early on there. Yeah, they were, they were, they were, uh, they, they were frustrated for a little bit. Then they realized, you know what, there's things that we can control to make this better and get the outcome that we want. Uh, played a lot better defense in that second half. A couple possessions, I mean, it was it was awesome to see. They didn't even allow them to get it past the free throw line, some some possessions. So I thought that was really cool. But that just goes to uh, the growth of the kids from uh, last year to this year. Yeah, and, and you guys have been dominating out there. Some score lines, like New Wave Christian Academy, that was a fun score line. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, with that, I'm um, just trying to develop, you know, um, the the guys that come off the bench a little bit more. Um, so we were able to do that, but it helps when you have uh, four seniors, uh, all four played uh, significant minutes last year, so that definitely helps. So what are your impressions of Stanton? Stanton, Stanton is Stanton. Um, ever since I've known Stanton, they're, they're going to be a physical team, kind of a bruiser team, uh, grind it out type of style. Uh, so we got to be ready to, to, to play. We've got to be ready to bring our hard hats and all that good stuff and uh, match their intensity, match their physicality. So how many years have you been coaching in Alpine, and what are your team's overall performances? So this is the second year in Alpine. Before I came uh, last year, I was at uh, Odessa Compass, who's also in our district. You know, just expectations overall. You know, this team, you know, their expectations and what they've set for themselves is a district championship. And, um, you know, at the end of last year, we didn't stop playing. I think that was the biggest thing. They made that commitment. They continued to play. We played in the spring league in Monahans, which was awesome, played – uh, teams like uh, Monahans, uh, Midland Legacy, Seminoles, so some pretty good teams. And then we didn't stop playing from there either. So once that was done, we had a summer league here in Alpine that they participated in. Once again, it's all it's all the kids and, and their mindset and uh, just the commitment that they've made. Yeah, so you guys have played in a lot of uh, tournaments here, but at the Fort Stockton tournament, and there was another one, and it, 
you look like it looks like you guys are going to play another one on the 28th. Yeah, so the first tournament we played in was Denver City. Um, last year, you know, for, for for whatever reason, we we didn't play but two tournaments, which is fine. That's still really really good. But to add that third tournament, I think was really really key for our guys. So we started in Denver City and played some really really good competition there. Then we went to Fort Stockton, as you mentioned, and then this next tournament is going to be the Lubbock Cap Rock, which is probably the biggest of all the tournaments. Nice. Yeah. So um, I was I was trying to express on the radio earlier that you guys have four losses right now, but one of them I know for sure is against a four A squad, and another was the score table kind of causing some issues there. Yeah. Um. Still, that's still kind of in the works a little bit. Um. So yeah, we were playing uh, Slayton, and Slayton, and nothing to take away from Slayton. Slayton is a really really good team. I expect them to be in the playoffs this year for sure. But, uh, yeah, there was an error there where we actually went into overtime and we shouldn't have went into overtime. Uh, we actually won the game on Jace Cannabis' uh, last-second uh, layup. So, And then, like you mentioned, the other game, it, you know, we've had, some, we've had some tough ones for sure. But all of that is going to help the future. Like I said, the, go, the, the goal of the kids is to be district champions, right? So you have to go through things, right, to be able to get to that point. So, Stereos jump out to you on the stat sheet as being the most crucial to – to win in at this level man i tell you it's gonna sound simple but rebounding and turnovers you know what i mean if we can rebound the ball effectively and not to turn the ball over i tell the kids that all the time that's really what's what's going to separate us from going maybe one or two rounds deep possibly into possibly three or four rounds deep is just being able to rebound the basketball and take care of the basketball and then another thing i started doing more of this year is talking to them about deflections because whenever you're deflecting the basketball, you're disrupting somebody else and what they want to do, and that's what we want to do as a team. Yeah, they're really good at having active hands and getting a hand on the ball. I did notice that. Um, who are some coaches or leaders who inspire you or kind of leave in, an impact on your game and, and your coaching style? Oh, man, I've had a bunch. So I played at Sol Ross from 03 to 06. Um, so Doug Davalos is one that jumps out of my mind. Uh, we still kind of all of us, you know, team-wise and coach-wise, we're kind of like on a group chat, so we all, you know, communicate with, with each other, honestly, very regularly. So he's one for sure. I had a really, really good junior college coach that I played for in Jerry Carrillo, who's still at Coach East College in uh, Douglas, Arizona. He was a really, really good motivator, but he was the type of uh, coach that he, he grows young men. He grows young men into men, so I appreciate him for that. And another one, uh, I would say Tom Shookett. I'm out of El Paso. He played for UTEP uh, back in the day, but he was uh, my JV coach. And uh, just an overall fun guy to be around, a wealth of knowledge. So I would say those three coaches. So one thing I've really noticed whenever watching your squad, I watch your squad play, is your players play really smart, high IQ basketball. How do you, how do you foster that? It all starts in practice, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, everything that you know, happens in a game, we try to do in practice. That way they're ready for those moments when they get into the game, and it's just like uh, muscle memory to them. And a little off topic here. What are your your favorite books or or movies? Oh man, that was that was that is off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't have a favorite movie, but I have several favorite movies. But if we're gonna stick to the topic of basketball, I'd say Glory Road, just because I'm an El Paso guy. I was just actually watching that the other day. And then favorite book? Oh, there's there's several. Hmm, I'm gonna go really really old school. Alice Walker, The Color Purple. So what position did you play when you played at Soul Rock? All right, so when I first got down here, I was, uh, I was a two or three guard, a little off the ball. 
but my senior year, I had to play the four. And if you know, like, the numbering system of everything, that's like a small forward. So, man, it was – that was probably you – know, my senior year was my roughest re- year for sure just because I'm going against guys probably four or five inches taller than me. But just, like, the mindset that I have, I knew I could I could do that. And like you talked about earlier uh, with my kids, just the basketball IQ, I was smart enough to be able to maneuver against bigger guys. So, yeah, those are the positions that I played. So pretty much my career – I'd say one through five, honestly. Yeah, I was going to ask how playing that position kind of changes the way you see the game, but you've seen the game from all the perspectives, which is really valuable. Talking about Sol Ross, I mean, how important was was your time at Sol Ross? And you guys had that one Final Four appearance, correct? Yeah, so it was Sweet 16. Uh, Probably could have went further, but I'm not going to comment on that on the radio. But, yeah, I think that was really important. So when I made a decision to – transfer over here you know I could have went elsewhere but number one there's a bunch of guys that were here uh and that were going to be coming that I knew already um and I, and I wanted to play with and I knew that this was a squad that was a was a winning squad the culture was already established when I played here I played here back in 99 in a playoff game they didn't have the Gallego Center so the fact that they had the Gallego Center when I came back and uh, was uh, being recruited to come to Sol Ross. That was a big thing as well. Then just the people here, to be honest with you. That's all, everything I've written down. Um, is there anything that you really want to hit on or talk about? No, I mean, it's it's been fun being back. You know, the, the, the people, once again, that's what really drew me to come back. The support has been fantastic. It's really, really good to see, like, everything uh, manifested because it's really started, like, last year. Right. And now it's starting to kind of hit on all cylinders. And I'm just I'm just happy to be here and happy to be a fighting buck. Yeah, and absolutely. And thank you for coming to the studio today. You have a really, really great brand of basketball that that's really fun to watch. Appreciate that. Um, and again, this has been Coach Hardwick of the Alpine Fighting Bucks. And I've been Ryan Wild. Thank you very much, folks.